0: Today on The Good Word, we're talking about using names with respect and their relationship to power. Because of the fear of attracting attention from a powerful being, the ancient Egyptians and Greeks would call their gods by various nicknames, describing their attributes without using their full name. One such reason for this belief lies in the story of Ra's true name. It tells us that Isis, as mother goddess and protector of the kingdom, conspired to take power from the sun god Ra. She created a snake to poison him, promising the antidote only if he traded her his true name. Through Ra's true name, Isis could transfer his power and dominion over the heavens to her son, Osiris, who was destined to be the next king. The name she found was lost to time and never recorded in myth, but other stories in the pantheon confirmed that her scheme worked. According to the Egyptians, the true name of a god was enough to strip someone of, or give them, power. The idea of a true name crops up in many practices and theories in magic, but other than that has no basis in the modern world. With hundreds of languages, there are just as many variations on the same nouns that we use to describe the world around us. The idea that words have power holds up, however. We, like our Father in Heaven, can use our speech to affect the world around us, with our choices for either good or evil determining our future. The Lord asks us to take care when we call on His name. The very act of asking for His guidance and presence has power. The very act of asking for His guidance and presence does have power. When we're told to act on His behalf, we use His name as proof of our authority and responsibility. In Doctrine and Covenants section 63, the Lord gives a reminder to His people of the care necessary when dealing with his works and his power. Behold, I am Alpha and Omega, even Jesus Christ. Wherefore let all men beware how they take my name in their lips. For behold, verily I say, that many there be who are under this condemnation, who use the name of the Lord, and use it in vain, having not authority. Remember that that which cometh from above is sacred, and must be spoken with care. And by constraint of the Spirit, and in this there is no condemnation, and ye receive the Spirit through prayer. Without this there remaineth condemnation. It's not a matter of vanity for the Lord, but instead a way of protecting us from our own pride. We in the church have to respect that which is sacred, or we may find ourselves in trouble with a power we don't really understand. The Lord isn't asking for Gnostic silence or forbidding us from speaking of Him, but He is asking that we are thoughtful when we speak His name and use it. The first of the Ten Commandments tells us we have only one God, and the second says not to use His name in vain. This can mean not profaning His name, yes, but also includes only acting in His name when we have the proper authority and the right intentions. We're given the opportunity to come to know our Creator and Savior through serving Him and His children, a process that makes us better and empowers us. In return, the Lord has asked for His due respect and our due devotion, an unfair trade, in our favor. And that's the good word.